Welcome to the Supreme Resort Land V World, a podcast about Disneyland and Walt Disney World, and which is the Supreme Resort. Each episode, we will discuss and explore each resort, ride by ride, land by land, park by park, to determine which is better. I'm your host, Jimmy, and thank you for joining me on this quest to help the greater good of humanity answer this long, elusive question, which is better? Disneyland or Walt Disney World? Now, joining me as always to discuss from nothing else, no other thing but this podcast, is Dan. Hi. This and is all Eric. I do. This is all I do. I don't do anything else. Eric? You said my name. I can talk now. I'm I'm free. <laughs> and Christy. Woohoo! It's me. All right. Welcome guys. Thank you for joining me as always from the Supreme Resort Podcast and no other place. <laughs> uh so I was listening recently to an episode of Ears Up in Depth, number forty. This is where Jason and Jeremy talk about the latest Disney news. And uh, on the episode, he was talking about, uh, you know, they were talking about sort of how to supervise creativity. And he's like, you know, I don't listen to every episode of the Supreme Resort. They have their own ideas and and that's fine. But I think there was some concern because he doesn't listen to every episode. And so um, he wanted to have a little more supervision, a little oversight, right, of the show. Yeah. So we're also joined by uh, Jason's uh, nephew, Asher Petros. I'm a cool kid who is real, just like you. Hey, hey, Asher. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. So I, I think the idea is that that there wants the, Jason wants a little more supervision. So he's hired his nephew, Asher, who's, by the way, getting paid more <laughs> than we are to um, to just kind of supervise and, and listen. And so if you hear anything is this throughout a podcast the episode, or a bore fest. Oh, yeah, come on, yeah, thanks. Asher. Just let's, let's give it a shot, Asher. I, you know, give us a chance, right? Uh, okay, so um, moving on. Uh, the big news: Disneyland is reopening, and I want to use this opportunity to, to uh, in <laughs> ten is. days. It is reopening in ten days. If you're listening to mm. this now, you have had an opportunity to book your tickets. If you are in a regular schmo on the 15th of April and not if you were a former annual pass holder on the 12th oh. of April, if you already <laughs> had a ticket, but that's another conversation for okay. another time. Uh, but yeah, so the other thing I wanted to say is I've, I, I, I helped a friend of mine book a trip to Disney World recently just because it's what I do. I like to do it. I have a lot of fun with it and you guys can talk soon. Hold on. Um, and I had so much fun with it. Just like I, I, I stayed up to like midnight one night just with he and his wife booking the trip because his kids don't know that they're doing it. So they just want to have everything perfect and helped them with hotel. I helped them book the thing. I park reservations and, and trip planning and all that kind of stuff. And I was telling Eric about it, how much fun I had. So he got me in touch with Mike from Concierge. And it's it, it I might become a concierge because... <laughs> Yay. It was so much fun. But um, the more I learned about it, talked to Eric more about it, the more I learned about it is like, this company is incredible. Like what they do is amazing and how simple it is because everyone listening to this podcast has been or goes to the theme parks often, right? And and you know how to do it, right? You know how to go on to Disneyland.com or your app or My Disney Experience or whatever. You could just do it. But the thing is, if you did the exact same thing, but instead of you doing it, you just called concierge and told them to do it. 
you pay the exact same amount of money and it really helps not only concierge, but also our, our podcast network. So it's just changing one thing that you do to book your trips to the parks. Uh, but anyway, Eric, I, I wanted to kind of talk a little more about it and, and what's going on with the opening and what's the latest and greatest on the park opening. By the way, you're Eric from Concierge right now. You're not Eric from Supreme Resort right now. <laughs> Can I be Dan from Dan Hates the Beatles? Oh, man. Yes. Yes. Sure. Just for this okay. segment. Okay. Okay. Is this a podcast or a bore fest? <laughs> you may have a point there. Dan, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it, the, uh, yeah. We We've seen uh, just a ton of updates over the last few weeks. And it changes almost daily what's out there. And it's it's difficult to keep up with everything because it, Disney hasn't, they, they keep releasing little little dribs and drabs of info. Those first days, what it was all about who could start to reserve their uh, their park reservations. And what does that system look like? How is it different from the Disney World park reservation system? And those early days where people could, if you had a, a stray ticket from the past, you could go in and, and reserve your spot where you, right. you couldn't you couldn't buy tickets. Um, APs are gone. There was a lot of controversy around that. But uh, on April 15th, tickets went for sale. That first day, people waited hours and hours and hours in, in a queue trying to get their tickets. But uh, it was surprising to see that so many people were still able to get reservations for the first few days of Disneyland opening. And it's, it's not, there's still a lot of availability. If, if you live really? in California, Oh yeah, there's, there's a lot. Um, if you want to go not on the first day, but um, if you want to go within the first two months, um, you can, it, there's, there's plenty of space wow. at this point. May and June is as far as we've got open. And um, if you live in California, you can do that. If you don't live in California, you might not want to reserve yet because we don't know then when you can uh, actually come in. Yeah, I, so I have like 12 change. questions from the last 30 seconds that you said. So first of all, future <laughs> guest of the show, Julie Tremaine, will be at Disneyland on April 30th, which is exciting. Is the is the park reservation system different from Disneyland? Is it different from Disney World? It's not all that different. It's it's pretty similar. If you have booked at Walt Disney World, it's it's pretty much the same, um, the same deal. You pick your you pick your party. Mm -hmm. So uh, if I you need have, a ticket before I can get a reservation, right? Right. Yeah. Let me back that up just a a, a second here. So I, I, you buy before, your tickets before we get there. I just want to say, uh, I live in California. Yeah. Thanks. thanks you know. What? Oh, M mute him. Do you know karate? Wait, what, what was that, Asher? Do you know karate? Ooh, you know, <laughs> I'm working on it, Asher. He's got you there. <laughs> wow, Asher's so cool. Hey, keep it down, Asher. <laughs> um, yes, so. What a, what a cool kid. <laughs> and, and I'm so a cool yeah. kid who is real, just <laughs> like you. Yeah, suck up to Asher. That's not going to get you any points with Jason. <laughs> I'm telling Jason on you. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you've done it. <laughs> oh, well, off to a great start. Um, anyway, yeah, so he so, lives in California. You booked the tickets. So, so right. I, I, if I, me, just wanted to go on to Disneyland.com right now um, and buy a ticket, I cannot 
because I don't live in California. You can buy tickets I right can buy now. A ticket. I can call um, concierge eight five six hour ears, mm-hmm. and I can buy a ticket. And but I can't get a reservation until whenever they say I can because I don't live in California. So if you do live in California or in a few weeks, months, whenever they start allowing people from out of state in, if you have your tickets, make sure you get everybody who's going to be in your party and you put them into your Disneyland app. Um, that's something that concierge can help out with. We we prefer to walk you through all that um, and and show you how to get that done. But and it's not it's not all that difficult. You're really just linking your your ticket numbers to your account and for everyone in your family. The current rule is up to three households. So mm. if you're traveling with multiple families and you all want to go on the same day, that's that's cool. But you have to they have to be within three different you know household groups. Um, once you get everybody linked in, you uh, you then go to the reservation calendar and select the people who are going and what date you're looking at. And you can you can see on the calendar there's a little icon that shows if DCA or Disneyland has has reservations available. Uh, if they do, click on that date and reserve it. You're all done. So I just for the listener, uh, if you don't live in California, I just like I do today. I, I live in California. Mute him. Um, today is the 19th of April, okay? And I, me, don't live in California like Dan does. Um, went on to the Disneyland app. I, I said I want a one-day ticket, and I cannot book anything past June 30th. I cannot buy a ticket any day past wow. June 30th. Next for you. For two adults and two children with a park hopper ticket, that's... <laughs> Seven hundred dollars. Jeez. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Uh. Yeah. If but, you maybe if you buy more tickets, it'll let they'll let you book a. a I was gonna say before. five extra tickets and two hotel rooms. <laughs> Try that. So anyway, the point is that right two now you can hotels. you can buy tickets for a specific day through the end of June. They haven't opened up July and August yet because you have to buy a, stick, a specific right. day ticket. But I need a reservation in order to get right. into the park, which is not available to me right now. Right. Yeah. So you've got to buy the ticket. You've got to make the reservation. And if you want a hotel room, you know, we can help out with that as well. Uh, right now, it's only Grand Californian that is going to be that's open at, at this time. Um Just Vacation but, Club uh, or the, the main resort? Uh, no, the, the main resort is open. Yeah. Eric, Not- I, have a, I have a question about that because okay. I'm I've reserved a time in June. Uh, I'm not going to say because you know I don't want everyone going and trying to find me. Um, <laughs> and I made a reservation for a motel. I'm sure you can guess kind of what my budget is. But, you know, I work in the education industry. We're not rolling in dough. Um. First of all, was I a terrible person and a bad friend for not going directly to concierge? Second, <laughs> I can cancel this reservation. W- should I go to concierge to see if there's like a better thing they can do for me? Or when we're talking about like budgie, you know, murder clown motel, does that <laughs> does that apply? Well, um, number one, uh, kind of. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, number number two, um, we can help you. 
Oh. That's why it's only kind of. So um, if you want if if you want to get in touch with uh, get in touch with Concierge. Eight five six our ears. Call eight five six our ears or go to concierge dot com. That's C O N C I E A R S with with an S. No Z dot com. Um, that's important on this show, apparently. Um, <laughs> this network. <clears throat> this network. Yes. Yes. Uh, but go there, get in touch with a personal travel planner. They can talk you through everything. If if it is one of if your reservation is at one of the motels and hotels that we have a, an agreement with, mm-hmm. which is quite a quite a few around the Anaheim area, um, we can transfer that uh, that booking over to our system, and then we can take it from there. We can do di- uh, we can do dining for you. We can make any other changes you want. We can also recommend some other locations that might be within your price range and give you some options if you want that's that. kind of what i was thinking yeah so and i suggest that you do that dan i mean this is yeah. uh, we're recording a podcast right now but i really suggest you do that that you just you have your existing reservation you call them and say here's the reservation i have can you help me with all the other stuff and then right um it'll help so everybody. it sounds like so it sounds like even if you're not looking to do like you know anything super fancy you just call them up and they can still they can still totally get you where you need to be yeah so oh yeah i was just telling you i i just looked on the disneyland.com at 700 bucks for the four of us to go for one day park hopper instead of hitting book i will call concierge and have them do it it's going to cost me the exact same 700 dollars. and yeah, right but concierge will get a benefit this is a good group of people who work really hard and are very dedicated to making sure your experience is good but even if you know disneyland like the back of your hand it helps out the network. Which it helps I out. do. Yeah. <laughs> it helps yeah. out yes. Asher. It Very helps true. everybody. <laughs> My doctor so. said I was the strongest kid he's ever seen. Yeah, thank you, Asher. <laughs> we, we believe it. We believe Thanks, it. Tell Asher. Uncle Jason we're doing a good job. Um, I'm telling okay, Jason so. on you. Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so what, else? what else? Any other questions or anything else you want to point out for our listener? I do. I have questions because I don't like to read. And so, Eric, maybe you can help me. Okay. Uh, Blue Bayou, is it open? (laughs) Blue Bayou is (laughs) is not open. Uh, A lot of the sit-down indoor restaurants are are not going to be open in the earliest days. Can't make, you know, hopefully they'll open some more up as time goes by. But right now, um, Blue Bayou indoor dining at Carthay, indoor dining at Lamplight, they're all they're all closed, but there's plenty of places to sit outside and eat. What if I tell them that I am a legacy pass holder? <laughs> um yeah. That's the password to get that in. That is the password. <laughs> um, yes. So I heard about this. I, I heard and again I live in Georgia and so fortunately for me, uh, COVID ended like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Completely um, over. Yeah, it's interesting. But um, yeah, it's no just seen like liberty. That's right. State by state, it's really interesting to to see how how some are just open. And I mean, indoor dining has been open like quite literally since the summer. I want to say. Um, and then the, the indoor wow. dining thing at Disneyland. Like, what about the rides? Like, what rides are open or not? And you know, social distancing and plexiglass and whatever. And on top of that, I want to add. I want to add, but to, to, to that haunted mansion, does it actually? Is the stretch room a stretch room, or is it just a conveyance? It can't be. It's an elevator. I don't know. Well, it has to. It has to take you somewhere. I mean, there is the back stairwell that 
gets oh, you can down. Can you imagine but, that magic? Or, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they blindfold you and push you down the stairs. There's like a Kim Irvine voiceover. Ooh. <laughs> That's right. My mom is little Leota. They probably have like little <laughs> scary skeletons from Party City and stuff. That's right. Glow in the dark. Yeah. Haunted Mansion is going to be open, which nice. is interesting. Um, I, I'm not sure exactly how that's going to go. Maybe they'll just reduce the amount of people going in there. Um, most of the rides are open. The, the way um, the way I saw it, uh, California changed some of its rules to accommodate indoor attractions that have... Um, that have adequate ventilation. Mm. Oh, there uh, it is. We should add, by the way, listener, if um, if you recite the narration from the Haunted Mansion, it, it increases your water droplet yes. evacuation. Oh, yeah. So it's yes. very they, dangerous. They will shut it down. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, really the big, the big two rides that aren't going to be open are Grizzly River Run, which is just down for seasonal Winter maintenance. Time. And, it's right. hibernating. And... Uh, <laughs> The Matterhorn, which is less, it makes less sense, but yeah, uh, I'm kidding. there were, there was that chunk that fell off right before the park closed. <laughs> oh no. Did they take like a cup of water Oops. out of the uh, submarine lagoon? That's is right. that why? Yeah. yeah they, <laughs> yes, somebody, somebody spilled a, they hit it with a basketball, spilled a, a mint julep on it. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, well, most of most of the rides are open. It's exciting. I, you know, I, I've mentioned that we've cataloged it on the show before. Uh, it's a different experience. It's not quite as magical. It's in. And let me rephrase: it, you're not experiencing it. You're executing it. Like you're you're going to and executing attractions at the park. You're not experiencing the park. I suspect Disneyland will be a little different because of its intimacy. And because there's so much pent up demand and because it's all locals mm-hmm. who know the narration by, you know, by memory and everything else. So I, 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 I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun. The first day is going to be 100% bloggers and YouTubers. Like every person in the park is going to be walking around with their phone or their selfie stick or whatever video, video logging everything. Well, one of, there are some other people that are, seems like they've had enough right. spots open. One of, um, one of our, our new concierge planners is going with her family. Very cool. Wow. So we're going to get a ton of pictures and we're going to make her blog it. But, um, but yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, she's a concierge. She has all kinds of connections. Well, I have been brushing up on my Haunted Mansion narration because mm-hmm. I haven't done it in like 13 months. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. You might have to practice a bit before I you go. I want to go back and watch, Dan. I forget what was going on. I was having a bad day. You were you were at Disneyland um, just March before 11. it closed. Like, yep. like a day 11. or two before it closed. And you were doing yes. YouTube Live for the I podcast. I was doing way too many Facebook uh, Facebook videos, live. That's right. several people uh, on our gotta, group, which I won't wow. be doing. <laughs> no? I'm telling Jason on you. No, no. <laughs> I... Because I, I I see the feedback, I recognize the feedback. <laughs> it was a bit much. Acknowledge the, but feedback. it was also a historical yeah. document. Oh right. yes, yes indeed. Uh, all right. Anyway, so that was I guess a big commercial for concierge. I, I think the main thing is, despite the fact that we talk about it all the time, and you know, you listen to podcasts, and for those of you who listen to other podcasts, all of them say rate and review, blah blah blah. It's just almost like a mandatory speech just kind of like these these ad breaks and and different things and to that point 
we talk about it all the time, but even a member of the <laughs> of the podcast, one of the hosts booked his trip to Disneyland and did not think to call concierge. The point is, it helps everybody. <laughs> Instead of going to Disneyland.com, go to concierge.com, get the same, you know, get the same thing. So thank you for that, Eric. I appreciate your insights and uh, it's good. And, you know, it's going to change tomorrow. So I didn't want to spend too much time on it because it's, it's never moving thing. Right. Um, so we well, have... and to be honest, I didn't, I, I thought I did sort of think I should go to concierge, but then, but then this brings me to the other thought, which was like, I'm not staying like on property. I don't know. Like, like, I don't know if my, I don't know if they, they need to take time with my tiny life, you know, but thinking about how they might and they might know of things that I might not think about or have access to or right. all of that. Then, and on top of that, it does help, you know, us helps them. Right. So and it helps the network, uh, you know, it helps people like Eric and people on the show and Jason mm-hmm. and the, it's just good for the network. It makes our show qualities better, et cetera. Um, so give them, give them a shout, give them a shot and uh, support concierge, which supports us and have fun at the parks and let us know how won't it goes. Be disappointed. Yep. That's right. Yeah. That's true. Uh, so it's, uh, we've got it. Asher, Asher, I think was saying something about, the going back to Disneyland, but maybe not. Never mind. Sorry, Eric. I just made it. Ed- ed- I haven't heard him in a while. He might have fallen asleep. We all know the rides go faster at night. Yeah, I might. Even the kids' rides. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's okay, true. okay. I might not have. Uh, I think maybe. Yeah. Never mind. No, I don't. I don't think Asher told us that. No, that he story. didn't. Yeah, but he's right. <laughs> it, the rides do, in fact, go faster at night, especially the outdoor ones. Yes. So it has been a while, guys, since we've done uh, a versus episode, right? Like Land V World. It's been, the last one we did was kind of a throwaway, not unlike this episode maybe, but um, so it's been a while. We had a a little bit of a a departure (laughs) and, and, you know, what we decided to do is we kind of want to be as complete as we can. So when we do a, uh, a land like Frontierland, which we're planning to do this summer, live from we're not going to tell um so we're planning to do that this summer but but before we do frontierland we've got to cover kind of everything in frontierland but there's not always a versus right that's why we did the mexican restaurant episode because there's an you know quote unquote equal so we have to sort of address those things and so we've come up with some other formats that you've heard just kind of having fun also trying to be true to the content and trying to be true to that thing and and fill that void um, and as a result, we kind of had a bad review and now listen, I mean, we, we, we want to try new things. We don't want every episode to be exactly the same because that's stale for everybody. Right. Um, and, and we're, there's limited versus episodes we can do. There's only so many things at Disneyland and Disney world that have an equal. So, you know, we, but we really like doing the show. I know, you know, many of you like the show, obviously, um, but so anyway, we just need to kind of try some different things. And while I'm not necessarily bothered by the, the the bad review, because basically the review was the show used to be really good. Then they started doing stuff and trying new things. And I stopped listening, unsubscribed, two stars, um, which is fine again. And, you know, it is what it is. But uh, and we but I guess what it what it brings me to is 
what I said a minute ago is by rating and reviewing and that kind of stuff, you know, like for example, this one, uh, it's M2547 says, love this show, five stars, hilarious show. That's great. So if you love this show, go on, please go and rate and review it wherever you rate and review podcasts. Uh, we like feedback, whether it's good or bad, it doesn't matter. We want the show to be great always. We want all shows to be great. Uh, but the more that you rate and comment, the more people will learn of it and, and their algorithms will algorithmate or whatever happens. <laughs> I know there's a, I know there's a larger audience for the show. We have a good solid audience. It's great. But we know, I know there's a lot more people who would enjoy the comparison, enjoy the detail, enjoy the nerdery, but they don't know that it exists and they won't know it exists until either, in, until either you tell them it does or you tell the internet that it does. And then, you know, again, algorithms and that kind of thing. And, and that way, the more people are talking about it via you or online, then more it'll find them, right? So we'll just kind of get more in our community. And that's what we're after. So please take a minute. It won't take very long. Just go on, rate it, give it a star. If it's one, tell us why. If it's five, tell us why. And um, it'll just really help. So that's sort of my plea. And if and, um, you're not sh- sure what to say, just say that Asher's cool. Asher this is, is the cool. most boringest right. episode ever. Yeah, I'm sorry, Asher. I, you I'm, guys are nerds. It, it's been a while. I'm sorry, Asher. We're going to move on. Um, all right. We don't have a drum roll, but I would like to formally announce the winner oh. of the Snackdown Smackdown bracket oh. winner who only missed one snack, only got one thing wrong, got the winner right, got all the uh, set, yeah, most everything right. There was one that he, oh, wait, spoiler, he um, did not get. And that is one, Mr. David Sally. David, congratulations. You will be the proud recipient of a cameo, personalized cameo from one Mr. Steve Gutenberg, if he ever responds to my request. <laughs> Have you put it in yet? Oh, come on, dude. I have. I have. We'll see. Oh, okay. Um, Oh, my. So when if Steve Gutenberg, and it could be while you're listening to this, who knows? Uh, But you will be getting a cameo from someone if if Mr. Gutenberg uh, does not think that it was a good idea. Um, anyway, congratulations, David. Thank you for listening. <laughs> we appreciate your support and uh, good job on the Snackdown Thank Smackdown you. first annual. Hopefully, we do another one next year, but maybe not snacks. Also, before we get to the episode, I want to talk about our new t shirt. We have a new t shirt design. Our friend Natalie from Friend of the Show, Disneyland.com. Uh, if you look, go on a con- if you go on to Ears Up and you download our episodes from there, you'll actually see that the show poster changes. And this is a little kind of fun Easter egg for for anybody listening who doesn't know this. If you look on your podcast app, it probably has just our main logo, which has changed, but is still the same on your <laughs> app. But anyway, every episode we do has a specific episode image. And if you go on to earsup-podcast.com, you'll see all of the images. And this is true for Scraping the Vault as well. Dan does a lot of really great work around Scraping the Vault and those show images. And uh, we use Disneyland.com for most of our show images on on the Ears Up website. If you're on our Facebook group, you'll see those images. That's what the, the official show image is for that episode. Uh, but anyway, so Natalie there at Disneyland, who joined our show for the Main Street episode, has done a... A new shirt. So basically, 
the hypothesis was that the churro shirt really did a lot to bring attention to ears up. And so we decided to come up with a shirt and we talked about it on a previous episode. So instead of making the Sleeping Beauty castle out of churros, we have made the Cinderella castle out of weenies. Because as we know, the castle is the weenie. I'm sorry, what? Hot dogs, but Hot dogs. Walt Disney calls it a weenie. So, and because Cinderella Castle go. won that episode, <laughs> it was the best weenie. We have a weenie shirt coming out. <laughs> Yay, weenies! All right, it's really cute. The, the, the flags allowed. are like those fancy toothpicks with the little colored plastic on them, which is great. And they're kind of like cocktail <laughs> weenies, right? And then um, the 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 pixie dust. Arch is squiggly ketchup and mustard. It's awesome. It's a fun shirt. Better than t-shirt of the Frontierland sign that says Tomorrowland. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. <laughs> Adventureland. But. Adventureland, excuse me. It's it's the it's the Adventureland sign with the Adventureland font, but it says Tomorrowland. He is so proud of that thing. I've told him flat out, like, I don't get it. I don't understand it. <laughs> So instead, I, I, I bought one. We'll see what the reaction is. Oh, boy. Um, thank you for supporting the show, Eric. Uh, um, but yeah, so we have a we have a knockoff exact copy of the churro shirt. So we'll see what happens. It's going to rock. That's what will happen. Yeah. Okay, guys, you ready for this? I think so. Yeah. Yes. All right. There's I'm a, a bundle of rage and hormones, just like Riley. <laughs> okay. You sure oh, are, I- Asher. You are Asher, I think I think Asher, oh, he's getting ahead of us. Yeah, I think Asher's uh, alluding to uh, Riley from Inside Out, which again, spoiler: this episode, the case of the IP non-Dumbo spinners, Aladdin v Inside Out. Now, a couple of uh, you know, a while ago, we did the non-IP spinners. That was the Golden Zephyr v the dinosaur one, Triceratops spin. Um, and so this yeah. is the that's the non-IP spinners. This is the IP spinners, but it's not Dumbo, which is also IP. So this is the non-IP spinners, Aladdin v. Inside Out. <laughs> so um, I will be arguing for Aladdin. And it's Aladdin's magic carpets, or the magic carpets of Aladdin, which is the official name of this attraction. Eric will be arguing for Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind. Dan will be our judge, and Christy will be our Bailiff. Yes, very yes. good. Uh, so here's how it's going to go. Uh, just like every other Versus episode, uh, I will make an argument because Aladdin came first, technically. Um, Eric will go first because uh, Inside Out came second, and I think it opened like the day before the resort closed. And um, <laughs> if, if what and it Dan, also opens three days after the right it used to be in Flicks Funfair closed, closed right? That's right. Uh, it opened three not. days later, which we'll get to. Um, <laughs> we'll so get there. If, if Dan, we're going to make arguments, and, and on the non-IP spinner show, we did, we were arguing for the fact that the other person's attraction was better. And so if, uh, it was convoluted. <laughs> so basically what's going to happen here is we're going to make points, and Dan is going to issue the points for which he thinks is better i.e. if I make an argument for Aladdin and he thinks that makes Inside Out better, then Inside Out gets a point and vice versa. So whoever at the end of the episode has the more points is in fact the best IP non-Dumbo spinner. But we're having fun with it. 
Yeah, the show's been complicated enough lately. So let's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Regular. Yeah, we got to simplify. We got Asher here. And, we make and sure. Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, we got to be careful. Uh, but but Jimmy, when when you when you get a point, what will that point sound like? I was I'm not there yet. But yeah, if oh, I get oh, a point, okay. Sorry. Uh, oh. I was just about to say it. <laughs> if Aladdin, <laughs> if the magic carpets of Aladdin get a point, I need to say that. you will hear this sound. Some things are fun the first time you do them, and then not so much the next. Yes, and that is of course the one and only genie from Aladdin. Uh, Mr. Will Smith. And if uh, Inside Out gets a point, you will hear this sound. Congratulations, San Francisco. You've ruined pizza. Which is, of course, Eric. And that's Lewis Black from the movie. First of all, I already explained the IP spinner, non-IP spinner thing, right? So we're, we're good yeah. there. Did you explain what IP is? IP we is intellectual property, which is stuff that Disney owns. Which we have explained in, in previous episodes. All right. So the Magic Carpets of Aladdin is a ride. It's a spinner ride at Magic Kingdom. Of course, built by none other than Zamperla. It is a ride at Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. It's based on, of course, the 1992 film of Aladdin. It is similar to Dumbo, the Flying Elephant attraction, in that riders in the front rows control how high their carpets fly. And the ride lasts about 90 seconds. Aladdin's magic lamp is at the top, rather than Timothy Q. Mouse. At the entrance, there is a camel that squirts people as they walk by, much like the Stitch figurine outside the World of Disney Store. Guests who have visited Adventureland before may notice that this area has a new look. The shops look like the marketplace buildings from Aladdin, and different characters from Aladdin are in some of the buildings to do meet and greets and sign autographs. So there are similar rides. Now it's easy to compare Magic Carpets of Aladdin to other rides of this type, like Aladdin or like a Dumbo. But did you know that it has the actual sister rides in other parks? There's one at Tokyo Disney Sea where they have the Magic Carpets. Oh, it's Jasmine's flying carpets, very progressive. And there's even a more impressive ornate centerpiece there. And at Walt Disney Studios Park and Disneyland Paris, you will find flying carpets over Agrabah, which is basically an exact replica of this ride. The end. <laughs> I have more, but that's my opening. <laughs> that's your opening argument. Okay, great. All right. Uh, well, then I'll I'll state my my meant. Uh, Set within the curves of the Incredicoaster lies an unassuming but colorful wow. ride. Leaning on Disney IP, the inside-out emotional whirlwind is, its se- is in its second iteration as a barely-off-the-shelf ride that delivers on its promise. You can see the entire ride from far away. You can imagine what it's like to embark on a trip. There should not be anything surprising here, but delightful touches abound. Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind has an interesting history, both in its original mechanics and its current location. It gives riders who attempt this simple trip a fun taste of the IP on which it was based, and it neither blocks the flow of traffic nor assumes the location of a beloved former attraction. This uh, this ride has no right being interesting or fun, but it kind of is. There we go. I Okay, so I got to correct you when it when I, you say that it replaces a beloved former attraction because I am the one person who loved the Malaboomer. The Malaboomer. You're the one. Nice. You you started the Facebook group, Save the Malaboomer? Because, okay, so there's a few reasons why I miss it dearly. 
first of all, you got the California guy saying, totally. hey, yeah. now you're going to go on the Malibuomer, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and then they have the the vomit funnels, the, the little mm. face shields that like that that are shaped to make it like all slide down. I realize Wait. it's for screaming, okay, but if you, you tell somebody that it's for vomit and that it's intended to have everything go directly into your lap, they would believe you. And it was awesome. Um, <laughs> so there's that, but um, I realize I'm in the minority there. Well, it didn't, the Malibuomer fit the Michael Eisner California adventure motif. But it oh, absolutely yeah. did not yeah. fit the redo a little bit more elegant California plus. Pixar. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Um, in terms of like if I'm going to go for one over the other, um, I think. Oh, God, there's so much to dislike about all of it. Um, <laughs> the Aladdin thing is ridiculous. It it it, it gets in the way. Um, but we haven't really gone there yet. Say, Dan. Oh yeah, we haven't. You don't have to deliberate now. Based on based on just what I've heard so far, I'm going to go point, but only one point for um the flicks uh, emotional whirlwind. Whirlwind. (laughs) Congratulations, San Francisco. You've ruined pizza. And by the way, as long as they're re-theming things, they really missed the boat when they didn't re-theme the uh, California scream into inside out emotional roller coaster. Mm, that's right. <laughs> they missed oh, the come on. Mm. I mean, all right. So I want to talk a little bit more, Eric, I've got just some, some kind of bullet points and things to describe things a little bit more later, but for now the queue of Aladdin's or the magic carpets of Aladdin, which is in fact, right in the dead center of, of adventure land. It creates a massive bottleneck. It is the, Tarzan's treehouse of Magic Kingdom. 100%. (laughs) So all that went. Exactly. So anyway, but um, the queue is very simple. Nothing special. Magic carpets of Aladdin. It wraps around all a Dumbo, just kind of wraps around the attraction. Nothing special. It's a queue. It's outside. It's hot as heck. And uh, you listen to uh, Matt Zeiniger or whatever the voice of Aladdin, who is also... uh, J DJ's boyfriend from full house. Yes. I saw it live tape. Um, that guy, <laughs> you got to hear him over and over again, give the safety spiel and then the genie do it. And then it's done in Spanish. Ooh, mm. do the original voice actors do it in Spanish? No, oh, maybe the original Spanish voice actors. Mm. Yes. But it's oh, like, maybe. as my friend genie always says, then <laughs> it's in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> So that's actually not too far off from, hey, welcome to the Malibu. <laughs> well, uh, the cue for emotional whirlwind is is fairly similar. Um, it is not in the middle of a large thoroughfare creating a choke point because it's uh, set around, I guess it's a little bit off of the, the main pathway. And for the longest time after... Malibuomer was done. I've got some history if we want to take a step back too, but um, we can fit that in. But uh, yeah, the, the the queue is the, the whole ride is set a little off of the main thoroughfare, um, and for quite some time was just a bunch of plants. So now that it's a ride, it's not in the middle of anything, and there's a, a delightful 
a, a delightful touch when you enter the ride. You can see um, a a statue of fear from inside out who's pointing at a sign that reads um, th- that's the standard like height requirement sign, but written on the sign is no height requirement. Hmm. That's funny because when, when, when you say that it replaced the park, now I also just miss that park because I don't like either of these rides. <laughs> you do miss <laughs> the plants that, that for a while were a smoking section. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, when I, when I heard they were putting it in, it was like, I like the park better. <laughs> yeah, it might serve more function. Uh, oy. Uh, yeah, so here, here's what I like about it is yeah. that it, it, it fills a void without creating an obstacle. Yeah, and that's really – so honestly, the not creating an obstacle is I think what's going to win the point for that. But I'm also okay with there being that void there. Sure. However, I am absolutely not okay with anything about Aladdin simply because of its placement. Yeah. Like, it's stupid to put it there. It's so dumb. It is. And it's like, I mean, it's steps away from Tiki Room, steps away from Jungle Cruise, steps away from Swiss Family. And yeah, I mean, I'll get into why, what they did well, but yeah, it's just dumb. Especially all those yeah. times well, we were doing that Adventureland Pirates adventure thing, Dan. And it's like you have to yeah. walk back and forth. There's always a bottleneck right there. And it's just, it's unnecessary. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. fit the theme. It's just, I don't know. It it turns it into Carney. Well, to be fair, they both do. But, but, but um, the Pixar Pier is Carney. I think That's the whole thing. True. Right. Well, yeah, but that, I don't approve of them doing that in the first place. Um <laughs> Simply, I mean, it's that same thing we've talked about it before, where it's like, well, if it's themed to a carnival, then it doesn't matter if we're doing off the shelf carnival stuff. Like that's that's a cheap excuse. They should not have like Dino Land USA needs to. They be shouldn't have imploded. Put that gotten that toothpaste out of that tube. It's it was just bad. Um, purely because of placement, Inside Out solves all of that quandary that I have around it. So point four inside out. Congratulations, San Francisco. You've ruined pizza. All right. A little bit about the ride and a little bit around the ride. So first of all, outside of the ride, there are two golden camels. You know, he's got golden camels in the movie. Um, well, I don't know if they're golden in the movie. But anyway, so the two golden camels are originally a part of a parade. So you'll notice the two golden camels at this attraction, which spit, which we'll get to in a minute. These two camels were actually originally built to be a part of the Aladdin parade at Disney MGM Studios, now Hollywood Studios. The camels were removed and moved to the entrance of the the soundstage restaurant for a while, and then they found their permanent home at the magic carpets of Aladdin. So not only have these camels been well-traveled, but they also spit at the guests. One of the camels is posed to spit at guests, you know, camels, they spit as they're walking by the attraction. The other camel is posed to spit at guests that are actually riding the attraction. So for the camel to be able to spit on you, you have to keep your magic carpet about midway up. If you want to ensure you avoid getting wet, then go all the way to the top once your controls start. Fun facts about the camels. Watch out, they spit. 
Exactly. Thank you. I like that. There we go. Yeah, that's the first place I saw them was in that parade. Yeah, I, I, I don't care for them being there. I think they're tacky. Um, but the fact that there's that history there, I, I, I like that. It, it makes it a story, which, you know, I love my stories. Mm-hmm. So point for Aladdin on that. There you go. Some things are fun the first time you do them and then not so much the next. The other thing I thought interesting before Eric, I, um, before you go, um, this was the very first Aladdin themed attraction to ever open at a Disney park. Wait, before Aladdin's Oasis that took away my precious Tahitian Terrace? Well, I mean, all right. That's not an attraction. That's a show. <laughs> that's an attraction. <laughs> it's a show. It's an attraction. Whatever. An attraction. Right. We're an arts podcast, Jimmy. That's a good point. So <laughs> the Magic Carpets opened in 2001 along with the Agrabah Bazaar area. So this was the first and only Agrabah-themed area to help immerse guests into what it might have been like to shop on the streets of Agrabah. The attraction oh, is yeah. the first, of a jungle. That's right. The attraction is the first permanent <laughs> Aladdin attraction. How about that? There you go. It is very similar to Dumbo, how it operates, blah, 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 blah. Um, is there a calliope? No, no calliope or band organ. <laughs> but, but it did help offset some of the other area attractions that pulled some crowd. I mean, as much as it created a bottleneck, it also pulled some some people from the other attractions. Did it? Did it actually do that? People are waiting in line, and they could wait in a different line. Exactly. True you, enough. That's true. Maybe it, it gives exposure to the tiki room. Yeah, that's true too. And you get to see. You can see when you're on the ride. You can see the meet and greet of Aladdin and Jasmine, that kind of stuff. And granted. At best estimates, it's only four hundred uh, people an hour. But I never thought of it that way because I, I, so I definitely dislike like the the overlap of the theming. It doesn't that does not work for me at all. But the idea that this brings more dads potentially into the tiki room that I can watch refuse to participate, which I love. Yep, <laughs> as you can find on Facebook awesome. Live. <laughs> oh gosh That's possibly a point i'm gonna hold that point all right oh eric i'll let you go one dad point aladdin yeah more like a losing oh jeez asher uh, asher oh, is asher. against me i think jason influenced he's, him. he's full of quips yeah i think jason influenced him before he's he a quippy guy this is the most boringest episode ever you guys are nerds <laughs> <laughs> Asher, since you're since you're awake again, I'm curious. We were talking about the weenie shirt. Did you have you were saying something about that earlier? Did you want to share? When they show you the backside of water, it's just you going under a waterfall. Oh yeah, well there's that too. Okay, he's full of useful information. <laughs> he's right though. Yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> That's a good point, Asher. It's not. <laughs> I'm a cool kid who is real, just like you. That's true. Yeah, I don't know why you keep saying that. That's totally true. It's obvious. Uh, Also, the addition of the Magic Carpets of Aladdin was a way to add more to Adventureland and another attraction that was easy to assemble and add to the area to provide (laughs) more for the guests to do an experience while in Adventureland. There isn't a room to expand in this area, and there hadn't been a completely new attraction added in Adventureland since Pirates of the Caribbean in 1973, 28 years. Yeah, it's easy to build. 
all you do is you click on the little uh, crane icon at the top <laughs> of your screen. Right. <laughs> you can, you can the Disneyland right app. Three. Yeah. <laughs> right three is great. And then it's you very put, simple. You, yeah. you make your Handles. entrance and your exit a, a tent theme. <laughs> uh, well, I mean. Yeah, but that's what you get when you order a quality Zamperla product. That's right. Um, <laughs> just like the Zamperla Samba Balloon option, which is the stock rye that was used to make uh, flicks flying flicks flyers Uh-oh. at there flicks you go. fun fair in a bug's land <laughs> at DCA. Yes, which is the rye that was moved over to uh, moved over to Pixar Pier to become Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind. Uh, the Zamperla Samba Balloon uh, comes in both trailer and um, hard park install versions. So if you want to have one for your your county fair, uh, you can you can get one of those. Yeah. So what you're saying is that they should have ordered the trailer version. <laughs> and then they could just move it around. Yeah. Very easy to bust down. So one yeah. of the things that Disney does well is they pay homage to previous attractions did they do such with this one? Is there anything flick related? Uh, no. Besides the ride. Right. I don't so. believe there's anything flick related in this. <laughs> yeah. Besides the actual physical ride that they put a new skin on. And does it go up and down? Um, yeah. Uh, well, it all, all, all as one. Yes. The whole thing <laughs> lifts up and you see, you get your, your family into the basket. Um, the ride at one time can seat, uh, a max of 24 adults or 32 children. So some sort of mix in that range. Uh, you get into your baskets and they're themed toward uh, inside out. The wall around you is inside out themed to look like the, uh, the emotional control center in Riley's head. Uh, the, they have a bunch of the balls on the wall, the, you know, the, the different memories and um, it's very colorful, very colorful indeed. And the the balloons are large versions of these themed to the the different emotions and some mm. of the other characters from the movie and you sit in the basket and it rises up and it starts to slowly spin and then it tilts slightly as if it's spinning very fast which it is not <laughs> and after 3 minutes um it's back on the ground and you get out and then you Wait can a go three out this right is 3 minutes long 3 minutes long yes yeah um do people jump out at some point? <laughs> too long. They possibly could. It, there's not a whole lot of um, restraint on this, but you are you are moving at a speed um, and a height yeah. and a height. Thank you. Um, is it better to have ninety seconds or or thirty you know, or twice that? One hundred eighty seconds. That's what that is. Here's, okay, so here's here's where I'm torn. Because they're both attractions that should not exist. Um, <laughs> but okay, so here, what I what I can't keep going to is that as you're writing. So okay, here's my question: as you're writing, Flick's emotional whirl fair. Um, <laughs> can you during those three minutes see the far better spinning swing ride that you should be on? The Zephyr? That's very close. <laughs> Not the Zephyr. You mean the, <laughs> the Silly Symphony Swings? Silly Symphony Swings, which is 
a great i love that ride i love that kind of ride i know oh, it's I also off too. the shelf but yeah. i'm just thinking if you're gonna do that kind of a ride and you already have and yeah the zephyr already exists do we need another of that if you have small children yes there is no age limit. There is no height restriction on this, whereas all of those others do have a height restriction. Okay, I don't point for Aladdin. This is a gentle ride for the whole family. <laughs> point for Aladdin. <laughs> no, uh, I think yes, point for Aladdin, but not that flippantly. Um, there, I just some things are fun the first time. You or it could not play. Not so much the next. Some things are fun the first. Oh no, now it's just going to keep playing. Not so much the next. Sixty-four potential people on any given Aladdin ride. Oh, one carpet? Wow. There's 16 carpets <laughs> with four four people per carpet. They stack them people on top of people. And by the way, uh, the, the other cool thing is that the the controls in the front in the front seat go up and down and the controls in the back seat tilt forward or tilt back. Oh, tilt. oh you were holding out oh. on us. Okay, Triceratops in style. I yep, very unhesitantly right. give that point to Aladdin, even though it's a pile of trash that should be burned <laughs> in. Is, is that the same point or a different point? Same point. Same, same point. Oh, okay. Not hesitant. Aladdin? Yeah. More like a losing. Jeez, Asher's got it out for me. Man. <laughs> Sorry, Asher. I'll try to do better. Um, another thing I want to point out at the centerpiece of the attraction, the center focal point is actually kind of cool. It's a huge genie bottle that has characters from the movie all over it. It is, it's great to see some of the familiar characters and faces from the movie in the ride. Since you, you don't, you don't really think that you're, you're, you don't really, you don't really feel that way about that. Let's Since that's really the only place where you can see them in the entire attraction. It helps relate the attraction back to the basis of the ride and remember the beloved characters from the movie. Like Monocle Guy and the monkey. And <laughs> the monkey. Hey, I mean, character designs around the buckets of emotional whirlwind. You can, you can right. see your friends. Sure. I mean, maybe not the Sultan, but you can see you can see your inside-out friends. I think you know in the movie, uh, the the first Aladdin movie, there's a menagerie of sorts in the Sultan's palace, and Scar is in there. Do you remember this? Oh yeah, yeah. it'd be cool if Scar was in this ride. I'll have to watch. Cool, that's cool. Is that what is that the word you're going to use? <laughs> deep keep cut. using that word. I wonder if you. I wonder if you still are in touch with what that word means. I'm a cool um, kid, and I'm real. <laughs> Just like you. Asher's so relatable. <laughs> Quick kissing his butt. Do you know karate? <laughs> no, but I know people well, who know karate. Speaking of kisses, I know Asher has, he was talking about his girlfriend earlier. Oh, lasers. wait. He's... <laughs> He's telling us a different story. Oh, what were you saying, <laughs> okay, Asher? Wait, I'm sorry. Hey, hey, here, here, he, Asher, tell us about your girlfriend again. My Canadian girlfriend speaks every language on the planet. That's Whoa. that's really impressive. Got a Canadian girlfriend. That's, awesome. that's cool, yeah, Asher. Yeah, that's the best wow. kind. Yeah. <laughs> Guess you don't have to see them all the time. If you're gonna but... get a girlfriend? Right. Make a Canadian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody says. My Canadian girlfriend is a model for Tiger Beat. Whoa! Oh, wow. <laughs> Ooh la la! <laughs> Ooh la la! 
Wow. I can't compete with that. No. <laughs> well, his doctor did say that he's he's the strongest kid he's ever seen. Yeah, he he did mention that to us. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh I think have we made any more arguments or are you just gonna start giving more points? I'm I'm done. He's just giving away points now. Well, okay, so characters. Yeah, and that little centerpiece thing. Okay, so I'm thinking if I'm a fan of these things, I don't really care about the other characters. I care about Aladdin and Genie and Jasmine and maybe the tiger. Um, and I guess the Maki. But thank you. Raja and Abu, respectively. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> whatever. That's why I have you here for. Just <laughs> 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 kidding. Um however, I care about all the emotions because that's the point of the whole thing, right? Are True. the parents there? Because the dad's voiced by Kyle McLaughlin, and that's I'm a much I've I'm enough of a Twin Peaks stand to just give it a point for that. Oh well, wow. uh, the parents are in the little memory that some of the memory balls have images, so I'm at it. they don't have a like. There's no dad statue. There, there's but no statue dedicated to Kamalakhan like him holding <laughs> holding David Lynch's hand and pointing <laughs> to, <laughs> to the, the golden zephyr. <laughs> right. That's funny. With an apple pie and some coffee. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> Jimmy, you gotta watch that show. I probably uh, so point for Inside Out. There you go. Some things. Oh no, that's the wrong one. Congratulations, San Francisco! You've ruined pizza. You can get, when Fast Pass is a thing, you can get a Fast Pass for Aladdin's Magic Carpets. You can't make me. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying you can't. Which is so dumb. It's so dumb that you can get a Fast Pass for this thing. So we've we've talked a little bit about the impact on the land. I kind of figure history and land impact are kind of one and the same in this case. Uh, because of what was there and wasn't there and then was there again and... Yeah, yeah. I think we covered it. I, I think uh, the only thing I would say is there's a current show, past show correction. Best I can see is it's a thousand people per hour on uh, Aladdin. Oh, and I don't think there's enough actual history of Inside Out to know what. So what was there before at, um, where Aladdin is? Place to walk. It was the Caribbean mm, Plaza. It was a nice space. Um, the orange bird would show up there. Little what? Yep. Did they kill little orange bird? He's no, back. the orange oh. bird's back. Will he ride the ride with you? <laughs> you can see <laughs> I mean, you can see people getting a dole whip for a split second as you're spinning around. Yeah. If you're right. a legacy pass holder, the orange bird will ride with you. Nice. What's <laughs> your tickets to concierge? I'm coming for you, little orange bird. We're gonna go on adventures together, just like that video. Um yeah, I don't care. Uh Great. you know you know what? Do we have more? Do we have more? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've we've talked a little bit about the the Malaboomer. Why not talk more about the Malaboomer? The Malaboomer. Yeah. It was, that's yes, right, the yeah. boom was capitalized, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 The the Malaboomer was, um, as mentioned, a, a an off the shelf attraction. It was an S and S space shot attraction. Uh, it was themed like a high striker carnival game that you would find on a boardwalk. So it totally fits within the fake carnival. Yeah, bro. And it was right where emotional whirlwind is now. It was in that, in that curve of uh, the Incredicoaster. 
Um, it did have scream shields over the riders, and it did they, not. They were for vomit. Oh, okay, <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, un- unfortunately for some, it was closed as part of the $1.1 billion expansion of DCA. Uh, rather than put something else there, they just dismantled it and put in some plants and made it a smoking area. Which, honestly, not a bad move. Because, uh, look, there's a lot that was wrong about... There's a lot that has been wrong about DCA. But... And I did like Malaboomer, but I, there's just something to, like, hey, this is just kind of a space that you can hang out. Yeah. I don't it, know. It definitely that did not fit. Even in that version of the park, it didn't fit. It was an eyesore. It just... You drive up to that resort, and you know Disneyland so well. I'm like, what in the... It felt like... Knott's Berry Farm. No, I I, I agree in, with all of that. In a bad that. way, by the way. I completely agree right. with all of that, but it's it it also fit with what DCA was at that time. You know, I like disagree. it's the the extreme factor. I mean, conceptually, well, extreme, yes. Yeah, conceptually. It's like it's the kind of thing where it's like by the time you get to that part of the park, you're so beaten down by the rest of the mediocrity. <laughs> They're just like, I don't know, they have one oh, of those it's scream rides. Let's go. I mean, at least it's exciting. Let's do it's that. another. Yeah. At that point, you don't care that you're able to see outside of the park, something that yeah. would never have been allowed. Yeah. I can already... do that while I'm watching uh, the, the nighttime show. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like you've already watched Rosie O'Donnell pretend to laugh at Ryan's jokes in yeah. the sourdough factory and will be the queen of california yeah i watched Whoopi goldberg be the goddess of california goddess, apparently yes. exists and like so by the time you're there it's like oh i this actually looks fun <laughs> i'm fair. good it is a thing but never and your legs line. would would move like yeah so and you went up fast yeah up fast is you went good. down very slowly Yes. <laughs> uh, but yes, it it is almost the same exact ride as the Supreme Scream at Knott's, another SNS space mm. shot attraction. Mm. Maybe that's where it went. So yes, since, maybe. Since, since we're talking about Malaboomer, <laughs> I got to say, because I might not have a chance to say this ever again about this ride. I was so angry when they started doing countdowns for when the ride was going to shoot up. Right. Because that was that was so fun. When you would just, you, all you, the only thing that would happen is the thing would kind of move very gently up and down and the we, weird, vague, synthy carnival music is playing. And then at some point it just shoots up. But then, no, a bunch of people complained because they're not fun. They're not cool like Asher and me um, and real. <laughs> and then they started doing like, okay, everybody, the scary thing's going to happen. I'm going to watch my finger. Five, four, three, two, one. Now it's going to go right now. (laughs) (laughs) They they really should have had a giant, like, strong man with a mallet actually, like, hitting the face of the tower. That would have been, yeah, Yeah. that would be a good way to kick it off. For sure. Um, All right. So I think we can close up the old uh, argument here on the (laughs) IP non spinners. There's more. But we've got we've got Flix Flyers. Oh, (laughs) delightful attraction. (laughs) This is a double history because Flix Flyers was another stock ride that was put in 
that was put in a bug's land to try to save save the park. It opened October 7th, 2002 and closed September 4th, 2018. And did it work? Um, it worked. It <laughs> operated. No, did it, did it work to save the park? I'm, sure. I'm, there was a great bathroom in that area. Actually, it was. was. An amazing was a really bathroom. Nice bathroom. It was a, always a good bathroom. Um, that was the best bathroom. It had a lot of best. clever, clever things in in well in that area, and that ride continued it. Like it was made out of twigs and and leaves and garbage. Uh, the main spinner in the center was uh, was a like a Cool Whip um, container that mm. had nutrition facts. Total fun, ten grams. Ooh, saturated fun, eight grams. Oh. That's one hundred percent of your daily value Woo-hoo! of fun. Saturated yeah. fun saturated fun um fun cal calories 15 fun cal 2000 (laughs) yeah Uh, Uh, i'm i'm giving a lot of point (laughs) (laughs) some things are fun the first time you do them and then not so much the next uh but yes it's still under there like under the paint it's still (laughs) there because there's no way they didn't put this thing on like a, a conveyance and just like strap painters to it and be like quickly quickly we gotta open this in two days <laughs> oh they changed it enough i mean all the balloons on uh on flicks were like clumps of of leaves and such and they're much more ball like now they they must have done something it they had Let's see, September 4th, 2018 to June 28th, 2019. They had almost a year. They had nine months to fix up that thing. That's what they did. Yeah, they just put them through one of those bowling ball polishers. Across the park. Right? (laughs) The bowling ball. (laughs) They buffed it out. Yeah, yeah, you just put it one of them polishers. Like the Shino Ballo. Yeah, the Shino Ballo. That's exactly what they did. (laughs) You just put it on like a dolly or something? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, wheeling it one part of the time that's one guy <laughs> homer did you awesome. put your head in the shino ballo again <laughs> yep uh um yeah but now there are eight colorful uh baskets with your friends on them and your brain friends and all of your friends and color <laughs> Okay, so I want to give uh, Bailiff a point here, Christy. Yay, I got a point. These two rides are sitting next to each other. These two rides are sitting sitting next to each other. Same wait time. Uh Which one do you go on? It's going to be Aladdin (laughs) because I like to make it go forward and backwards. I don't like to sit up front. That is, okay, that is a feature that doesn't get enough attention. Right? Some things are fun the first time you do them and then not so much the next. And while I'm so while I'm actually starting to hate, I hate both of these rides. They shouldn't exist. <laughs> uh-huh. But um, while I'm kind of warming up to Aladdin existing, I'm going to go ahead and give it that awkward dad point for the Tiki Room. The oh, wow. possibility, the nice. possibility that the family going to ride the Aladdin ride is probably what they call it. Um then they that see that they there's it. a tiki room that is. and they say, Hey, what's that? It's well, it's probably air conditioned. And then there you go. After standing in the sun. Then that's one more dad. <laughs> yep. That gets to sit there silently and uncomfortable while the birds ask him to sing, which is <laughs> the best thing ever. 
So another point for Elaine. pretty awesome. Wow. So some things are fun the first time you do them, and then not so much the next. Did Aladdin accidentally win this episode? <laughs> uh, you've got five points. I have three. There's no way I can make up that gap. I have, there's let's nothing see. else to talk about. Start throwing some more arbitrary <laughs> stuff at me. Okay. Um, let's see. All... <laughs> uh, Name all the emotions. Name all the like, emotions. <laughs> Betsy Sanchez, a Disney Resort spokeswoman, said of the Malaboomer, um, oh, the that, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that Paradise Paradise yeah, Pier uh, was an attempt to return to the romance and charm of California's oceanfront playgrounds of the early 1900s. And uh, the Malibuomer came after that time period, so it's no longer in line with the theme. Yeah, but it is in line with the theme of the stupid carny thing that they shouldn't be. Okay, point no for longer. Life. No that came that came later though. No, but no, but it's still part of Pixar's like pleasure palace or whatever they call it, like Pixar Pier. It's like the this is the dumbest thing that Disney has done in their parks, where they they say, well, but what if it's themed to a carnival? Huh? <laughs> then it's not really a carnival. It's like it's still a carnival, you idiots. <laughs> Yes. Again, the Dinoland USA problem. Okay, so here's the here's the bottom line. We've got two spinner rides off the shelf. One is off somebody else's shelf. The other one was off somebody else's shelf before it was off Disney's shelf. Twice. Um <laughs> twice removed. So you've got you've got the the positivity of the inside out kind of filling a void, adding more IP to the to the uh, to its area of Pixar. And then you've got the Aladdin ride, which gets in the way, but has some neat features could potentially introduce people to Tiki room. You can go up and down back and forth, that kind of thing. It's kinetic energy right. in that land. that, quite frankly, doesn't need kinetic energy, but um, I yeah. do want to add though, that inside out is eco-friendly because it's recycling. So That's another true. point for them. There you go. Oh, there you go. Congratulations, San Francisco. You've ruined pizza. So it's four to five. Oh and it, uh, six. it did put Aladdin Glenn to work. Yeah, Dan did add an extra point Some out of spite. The first time you don't, <laughs> not so point. much the next. Um, Inside Out did give Glenn some work to do for a year while he carted all of the pieces over one at a time. That is true. Glenn Keane? No, this is uh, Glenn um, Sanchez. Oh, right. He's a new Imagineer. So, yeah. Do, Dan, do we want to call it? We can, or we could just Eric can keep throwing things at me, and we'll see all what of, happens. All of my other, all of my other facts are about the Malaboomer. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much more written about the Malaboomer than there is about. I'm not worried about you losing the audience. I'm, I'm worried about you losing me. <laughs> the uh, the baskets on Inside Out are called memory movers. Eh? Oh, not memory eh? makers. No, oh, no, boy. that's for sale though. There's a unicorn and the control panel on inside out. The, the go button looks at the emotion, looks like the emotion uh, headquarters panel from the movie. Cute. That's kind of cool. That's cool. And they do. I mean, there are balloon like things in the movie, right? That move are, the emotion. Yes. They're all balls. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's give a point to inside out just to. Congratulations, just San Francisco. <laughs> give Rowan. The fun point instead of the spite point. I'm I'm full of all sorts of points. 
I'm pulling rank as host. Call it. See, here's the thing is Aladdin has the numbers, but I don't want to give it to Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happening right now. But um, this is an objective <laughs> podcast, buddy. It, would it help if I said the the name of uh, uh, of the pizza joint that closed next door? Pizza Um Mau Mau. Wait, did it close down that place? Uh, no, but it was part of the the Paradise Pier retheming. Pizza Um Mau, Pizza Um Mau Mau. Right, they closed that. The SS Rustworthy and Burger Invasion to make way for Paradise Garden Grill. But Inside Out it was unrelated completely to okay. Inside Out. If it was responsible for killing any of those, instant point. Here's where you went wrong, Dan. Is you gave everything one point. You should have. You should have given that last. No, should have. It deserves more than one point, That's though. True. Like the, it point. barely deserves one point. Um. Okay. So here's here's how I'm gonna play this. I don't want Aladdin to win. However, in the interest of maintaining integrity, which I do have as a person and as a podcaster, so that nobody can say that I am just uh, tilted toward biased towards Disneyland, I'm going to give it to Aladdin. Aladdin, because it's fair. that's fair. The magic carpets of Aladdin. And Dan, quite frankly, I didn't want you to let Aladdin win either. <laughs> it's, uh, it, you know, it, I mean, we, we've discussed its merits. There are some cool things. Uh, you know, the inside out IP is maybe more relevant now. Maybe not because Aladdin's more beloved, I would say. And, you know, it's a spinner ride, right? It doesn't, sure. doesn't really mean anything, but it's there. It was the first Aladdin ride, the first permanent Aladdin attraction, here's, I should say. Here's the other thing about it. And, and and this is, I think, kind of my weird, like, affection for the... I hate them both. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm, but heard. I have this weird affection for exist. Aladdin carpet ride because it's kind of a touch of DCA in Disney World. <laughs> it's like, it's, you hmm. kind of like... I mean, when that opened, people on that coast got to feel what we felt when California Adventure opened. They opened in the same year, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> it's it's like a mark from that period. And it's like, a, we, get to sh- we get to share that feeling on both coasts and it brings us together. There you go. You know? Unify. It, Aladdin, Aladdin brings us together. Brings us together. <laughs> Aladdin two returns Jafar tears us apart, and then King of Thieves brings <laughs> us back. Right back. It's, in it's it. not a bad movie. Speaking oh, of which, listen to Scraping the Vault, which is another one of our podcasts on this Ears Up podcast network, along with Ears Up and Ears Up in Depth and Banter Beskar and Bantha Milk. We are the Supreme Resort. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, enjoying us joining us on another versus episode where Magic Carpets of Aladdin is the best Supreme, I don't know, every time, the Supreme <laughs> IP Spinner non-Dumbo. That's it. And then uh, we, we kind of yeah. jammed this in here a little bit because we were supposed to, sorry, to Asher what? Aladdin? Yeah. <laughs> no, um, wait, wait. Why didn't you finish your sentence, Asher? Aladdin? Yeah. More like a losing. Okay. Well, it won, <laughs> Asher. I don't know if you've once, been paying uh, attention. You know, yeah, but once you hit that joke that, that works, you know, at that at Asher's age, you just, you, you want to keep hitting it. That's yeah, true. It, it landed one time anyway. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs>
Comedy comes in threes. Um, so, <laughs> Not when you're 10. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he gives us a good report to Uncle Jason. I hope so. I'm um, telling Jason on you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So those are the shows. Uh, like I said, um, you know, go on to, you know, whatever you're listening to us on right now, you're on, on some kind of podcast app, most likely just go on and rate it. If you want other people to hear what we're doing or not, whatever it is, just let us know. We love feedback. You know, if you don't like these other shows that we're doing that modify the format, this one, we kind of put together fairly quickly. If you haven't noticed, because we were, we were had a little scheduling conflict, but the next one is going to be Trader Sam's. Not the debunked animatronic on the Jungle Cruise ride, but rather the Tiki Bar at both Disneyland and Disney World. Again, we'll have Julie Tremaine coming on talking about uh, how to drink around the world at Epcot, which again, another non-versus show. We will be doing the Frontierland episode this summer. Uh, it w- will, should be live in person with most of us, including Natalie from Disneyland.com. And uh, we should be all together and hopefully in a Frontierland or... Frontierland inspiration. I don't know. Um, <laughs> a frontier land. Yes, a frontier oh, land. I, I'm sorry. Asher, I think, was Asher saying something about the Tiki Room before? Oh, yeah. He does. He's always got a lot to say about Tiki <laughs> Rooms. And, and When I was a kid, I thought the Tiki Room was lame. Now I know it's a great place to scope out the hotties. That's, that's Do you have a girlfriend? Huh, okay. Ashley, do you have a Canadian no, girlfriend? She's, she's she's in Canada. I think I think when when she's in Canada, when she's up north, it's you know. I mean, he is the strongest kid, as Doctor C. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yes. And there's another fact about him that we can share later. <laughs> yes. Anyway, rate and subscribe. Much later. Um, all the things. <laughs> And uh, send us feedback. Email us, jimmy at earsup-podcast.com. Dan at earsup-podcast.com. E. Johnson at Consi you know what? Try, that, try that address and see what happens. <laughs> there you go. Pod, yeah. Podcast. Podcast. And Christina Can <laughs> at gmail.com. And uh, also Spectral Radio. It's a lot of fun. I listen to it when I prep for these shows. And uh, it's it, always new content. Follow Jeremy at Spectral underscore radio and all the socials and uh, spectralradio.us, a lot of 50th anniversary Epcot stuff going on right now, which is a lot of fun. Um, Until then, guys, thank you for listening. Be good to each other, and we'll see you real soon. And then outro music play. Fresh break. Congrats, Dave. Congrats, Dave. Who's Dave? David Sally. You know, David. Oh, Dave Sally. Congratulations, Dave. Did. <laughs> Steve wow, will be seeing you soon. This was a long show. <laughs> Pizza, umau, mau. Pizza, umau, mau.